everybody, and welcome to episode 321 of Good Luck High Five. That's right, you're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering, whether you're sitting at home, jamming some arena, hanging out with your friends, playing some magic, or heading down to an FNM or a Grand Prix. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, uh, we are going to dive deep into standard because we've been playing some spicy brews recently. That's right. If you are not already following us on Twitch, uh, you might not know that the past week we've been playing whatever <laughs> standard decks people want to throw at us. Yes, literally throw at us. Yes, we so catch them. it has been some weird, some weird week of standard. Yeah, and if you're somebody here. who's like, I am bored with the top decks in standard, don't worry, we've got you covered because what we're playing is not top tier. Sometimes it is. Sometimes, to be fair. In fact, one of the decks that someone chose was specifically tier one because I never play it. Yeah, that's true. But it was fun to get out of my wheelhouse. Yeah, so we're going to give you some interesting new decks if you're kind of like in a standard slump. Oh, that's a that's a good way to put it. A standard slump. Or if you want, just want to know something fun out there that exists, that's, you know, not mono red. That's right. <laughs> so we're going to go into that a little bit. And if you want to follow us on Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash glhfmagic and that way you know when we're live and streaming. We're also going to have a flavor text theater for you this week. Yes. Which we are very excited about. You know, we're just going to make some of our best guesses at what War of the Spark cards might be and what they might do. Yeah. How are we going to do that? That is for you to find out and for us to know. Before we start the show, big thank you to everybody who supports us on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Thank you so much to everybody who has joined our family in the past couple of weeks. And if you haven't done it yet, but you're considering it and you just haven't pressed the button, uh, maybe this should be the week that you do it. If we bring anything to your lives, we ask that you help bring something to ours by keeping the show going for not only you, but everybody else who might enjoy it. That's right. Plus, right now, you get the extra special patron yes. special, uh, which we have re- restarted, jump-started, as it were. Um, and these are specifically ones where we have our Discord, which is for patrons. Yep. And there's a mailbag section, and we've been taking questions from those that mailbag section and answering it in all of those extra special patron specials. So if you want your questions answered, whether they be magic-related or just grilled cheese-related, yeah. you know, you can ask them in there and we'll answer them. And big thanks to Card Kingdom, cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. They're one of our sponsors on the show and they're an awesome website. Everybody loves them. Everything you could possibly want to support your magic hobby is available on Card Kingdom. And right now, for a limited time only, as long as supplies last, you can say in your order, good luck, have token, and you will get some Megan and Maria tokens. They're double-sided. That's right. And they have a place for you to write in what creature type there at the top and a little power toughness. You can also ask for a sticker with the phrase... Stick it to them. I can't remember what it was. I think that's good enough. <laughs> well, good luck. Have stick stick it something with a sticker. They'll put a sticker in it. Yes, maybe just sticker, please. <laughs> yeah, adding please I find is often that's a nice a, way. That's to a quality do it. way to start it. A nice way to and do it. end it. True. Hey, please, can I have a sticker, please again? <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> just a pl- nice please sandwich. Yes. Just good life advice. <laughs> Time for a standard corner. That's right. It's just your classic average corner. You look at it and you're like, that's a corner and nothing more. Nope. 
Well, but, but this time there is something more. That's right. What is in the corner? We've got some hot new spicy standard decks for you. So if you're a Minnesotan and your palate can't handle the spice, now might be a time to see yourself out because. But also don't. <laughs> but also don't. Just keep listening. These decks You'll are be great. fine. Get yourself some sour cream yes. to put on it. Do you want to know a truth, a fundamental truth I learned about myself recently? What? The other day I was sitting playing standard on Magic Arena and I had, you know, the the light shone down from heaven and I just had an oh kind of moment which was i don't like to play tier one decks <laughs> i was just like jeez, oh, i want to play something weird something my opponent doesn't expect and something that's doing something kind of cool and wacky okay <laughs> so what i'm hearing you say is that you don't think tier one decks can be cool you know maybe i am saying that maybe i am saying that to which i counter simic ascendancy <laughs> Not Ascendancy. I was thinking of Jeskai Ascendancy like, from back in the day. Simic Nexus. Simic Nexus. Because I was thinking of cool combo decks. Yeah. Because there was a brief s- slip of time where Jeskai Ascendancy That's was true. once very yeah. good and standard. I remember that. Um, and Simic Nexus, I love. It feels like a combo deck when you pilot it. You do do weird and fun things. Maybe I just want something off the beaten trail. Maybe I'm a lover of jank. Maybe that's yeah. just it. <laughs> Maybe I need to admit to you all here today in front of my peers, I am a lover of jank. Wow. I mean, wow. It really feels weird to say that, but it I think really, it might be true. It really does. Because I could just play mono white. That deck's good. That deck wins. Yeah. But I'm and just you like, like aggro. <laughs> yeah, I like aggro decks. What's wrong with me? I don't know. You enjoyed playing that mono deck, white deck for a while. Yeah, I think it's fine. You know, I, I, if you made me play a tier one deck, that's the one I would play. But think of all the events. Maybe I play you it. get tired of it. Here's my here's my oh, speculation. You ready for this? I've just seen too much of it. Yes, is that you did not play this much standard until Arena came around. Yeah. You are playing way more standard than you ever did. Yeah. And you just didn't realize that your interest, the life cycle of your interest in a deck, <laughs> Maria, is very short. Maybe I don't know. that's what's going on. Because I'm loving that. Well, spoiler alert. I'm going to talk about Mar- Mardu Aggro, and I've been yeah. loving that deck. I'm not tired of that one yet. Yet yet that's what i'm here to say Think about this though okay our first tournament we day two'd i was uh-huh. playing a mono white kind of weird deck i guess that ended up being one that of the better just, decks that of the tournament an aggro deck that the was SRAM deck up. that one was weird yeah that, that one was, was definitely weird. a tier three um but anyway that was classic jank classic jank that deck was <laughs> good enough to day two though <laughs> a jank deck that's good enough to day two that's what wow. i should specify wow so you want to be not only <laughs> Fringe, but also successful. Yes, fringe successful, I think, is a good way to sum up my life goal. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What's your goal in life? I'd like to be fringe Fringe successful. successful. Yeah, yeah. So what about you? Uh, Let's talk about some of your faves in standard right now. Well, obviously, I I love me a Nexus deck. Yeah. It's great. It's on brand. I've been playing Simic Nexus recently, and it's just a delight. Is this it's what your, so much fun. your go-to is? Yes. If I'm just sitting down when we're not streaming, if I'm at home and I'm going to play a couple yeah. of rounds of Arena in my, in my downtime, I will play Simic, Simic Nexus and Best of Three. And it's just, it, it's fun. That's You're a, just leaving the Bant Nexus behind? Yeah. Yeah. It, the Simic one is better. That's I like it better. That's the consensus, yeah. Um, you get to play some Hydroid Crassus and draw a bunch of cards. You get yeah. to play Search for Canta and draw a bunch of cards. Chemister's True. Insight and draw a bunch of cards. Oh, I see there's a common thread here. Yes, is that you're just drawing a bunch of cards. It's <laughs> wonderful. You know what? I'm not super mad at the Simic Nexus deck. Yeah. 
honestly. How many Nexus does that deck play? All four. All four of them? Because mm-hmm. sometimes I'll run into Simic, like, um, Wilderness Reclamation or whatever. And yeah, they're not Teamer even, Reclamation. Teamer Reclamation, that's it. They're not even playing I Nexus. I saw someone tweet the other day on Twitter. They were like, what does Teamer Reclamation even beat? And I was like, that's how I'm feeling. <laughs> but sometimes you're, you're like, what is this even doing? Harsh. What? Why is it? But that is, that's a tier one deck. That's a very successful deck. Is it? Phoenix? I don't think so. No. <laughs> I think it's two. Tier two? I think Teamer Reclamation is two. Okay. Yeah, Teamer Reclamation is, yes. Yes. Simic is one. Yeah, Simic is one. Yes. Okay. You know, it's um it just feels like it's a deck that you can you're just you're just attacking the game along a different axis. Yeah, that's for you're, sure. You know, you're just trying to find what is the way that you survive versus the deck that you're playing against. Yep. And eventually close out a game. I had an opponent make the mistake of I was playing against Nexus of Gates the other day. Ah, which so many flavors of Nexus, which you don't see all that much that anymore. No, no. um, is the, the Nexus of Gates. And they they made the mistake of like they expansion explosioned me for 10. Yeah. And I countered it and like they had a backup for that. Yeah. But it only put me to 10. And 10 then, is not zero. Exactly. 10 is not zero. And because I had made them, like I purposefully made them tap out and use that counter spell. And I didn't even have a nexus in hand, but over, <laughs> like they never took another turn. Sick. It was great. You just stole, all, I mean, you love taking turns in modern. Yes, so exactly. we're going to take and turns in standard. Sometimes like, so against that same deck in game two, I just ended up in a place where I cast like a Crassus on two, yeah. but I ended up having a bunch of counter spell backup in my hand. And in that case, I didn't even really take many extra turns. I think I took one or two over the course of the game, but I just got like, I played a creature and then I just held some, some counter spell backup. So anything that they tried to do. Um, that wasn't removing my creature. I was usually just like, yeah, sure. That resolves. As long as this hydrate crassus is around, you're eventually dead. And they were. <laughs> so it's, I really enjoy it. I'm liking it a lot. Okay. Good choice. But we, yeah. we need some hot jank in here, Megan. Yes. Okay. Well, I've played the, not Nexus of Gates, but just the classic Gates deck. Yeah. Someone got me to pick up this week. I think that enters the spicy category. It People is, yeah. know about it, but it's still spicy. Exactly. It is, you know, it's better than I thought. Yeah, I will give it that. Yeah, it is actually it can win a lot of games. I remember when I first heard of this, I was like, yeah, right. Yeah. But there are things like the fact that if you they kill a gate colossus, you can just put it back on yeah. top of your deck. And if you, have guilds, if you have guild summon in play, what you're doing is saying, like, I put it back on top of my deck and I immediately draw it. Yes. I'm just putting it back in my hand. Guild summon in that deck is filth. Yes. Pure filth. It's so good. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I I, I enjoyed the gates deck. Okay. That's a good one. Good yeah, choice. What about you? you lay, lay a spicy deck on me. All right. So you've heard me talk about this. If you've seen a stream, you've seen me play it. It's Mardu Aggro. Yes. And this is a list I straight up stole from Ryan Cubit, who is a player who was at the Mythic Championship uh, recently and uh, was piloting it. I think it had two losses in standard or something like that. Yeah. So he did pretty well with it. And it is such a fun deck to play. <laughs> Basically, I love Hero of Precinct 1, and I will play any deck that is built around Hero of Precinct 1. Mm-hmm. How come Hero of precinct one isn't tier one somebody tell me i don't know but we haven't been able to push it up to that level yet but what this deck does is it uses hero to make just spam the board with a bunch of tokens and of course we're playing judy the scourge diva in here yeah. to give them all a, a, an extra power and ping your opponent once they die which is uh some, sometimes some non-token creatures that is and then you've just got heroic reinforcements to just jump in there for a bunch of extra damage and I don't know. It's just it's just a really fun deck that uh, you can find a lot of interesting, neat little combos with Judith and sacrificing your own creatures and that kind of thing. So uh, I love 
it. I love it. It's so fun. But I can't seem to get pl- past Platinum 2 with it on Arena. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yeah. Not good enough, probably. But, <laughs> but I mean, like, I feel like it should be. Where do you feel that you end up with those losses? What <sighs> are you playing against that you end up losing? Great, great question. Um, I don't know. I think it varies. Maybe I should start writing it down because I can't off the top of my head be like, oh, I always lose to this or I always win versus this. Yeah. Um, but it's the kind of deck that I love so much that if there is a standard event in town, I will play it. Really? Grand Prix. I will play this deck. Nice. Yes. It could probably, it could maybe day two. <laughs> I'm not going to say probably. It well, I mean, it ended up with only two losses at the, pro- the, at the yeah. Mythic Championship. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah, it is. And I love uh, Ryan's style of deck building so much that I stole another deck off of him. Yeah, which is? <laughs> Naya Blitz is what he called it. So it's once again a creature-based aggro deck, which is my style. And it uses Hero of Precinct 1. But not this time. We're in the good guy colors. Ooh. And we're playing green and white and red. And uh, we're still using our hero. We're still using her heroic reinforcements but we get access to green cards too to help us kind of smooth things out like growth chamber guardian helps mm-hmm. a lot having four of that card in there and uh we get shauna in the in the deck as well which is cool yeah. because she gets bigger the more tokens that you have on the board also it's really interesting that the way that some removal spells in white are worded they cannot hit shauna yes that's which is true very that cool. is true and if you're playing against that deck if you end up playing against a shauna in standard and you're playing something like conclave tribunal and seal away yeah you need to read really carefully yes um, because if they come into play and then exile something they're not going to be able to hit her it's considered <laughs> like an effect of something that you control so if you're interested in using hero in either a bad guy way or a good guy way i'll post links to those decks in the show notes and under the youtube video so you can hang out and check those check those decks out because they're yeah. super fun but yet again i can't break platinum too <laughs> i also have been trying out uh if i want to play a best of one an esper mid-range deck oh, i love esper me, mid-range it isn't quite Wyatt Darby's list. It has fewer angels, but it has like some Dovins and stuff like that. Dovins great. It has hero. Yeah. Um, it has quite a bit of removal and mortifies and some Vraska's contempts. Basilica Bellhaunt, which I love. This card's excellent. It's so great. Um, I've been playing against. It's actually a really nice deck against Phoenixes. Um, I like. I've won against Art like Arclight Phoenix decks. I've won against crackling drake decks sure um and i've won against mono red decks quite a bit with this as well as quite a bit of mono blue too so it does really well against those other aggro strategies and those ones are pretty high up there as terms of like decks people are playing on exactly Uh, it is really it's pretty rough against stuff like control okay and like the nexus decks and stuff like that but you're not going to see those those in best of one no and that's primarily where i've been playing this okay well that sounds pretty good it's it's very fun. Do you feel yourself bumping your head against any ceiling on Arena? You know, I have been swapping around decks so much that I can't really say yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, because I feel like, like, like you said, I appreciate, I don't know that I appreciate jank, but I do appreciate <laughs> deck diversity for yes. myself. Yes. So I really enjoy playing a range of decks. True. So it's like something, even if I've been doing really well with Nexus, um, at some point I'll set it aside and I'll like pick up Drake's for a little while, even if I lose with it a bunch, because it's just like, oh, I wanted that change of pace yeah. a little bit for myself. 
And you know what? I do have Drake's put together from our kind of last iteration of where standard was, but it's not the Arclight version. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. I still have the old Drake's version also. Should I put in the Arclights and just like accept the fact that we've gone back in time to where Arclight was good? I don't know that it is any better. I'm unconvinced, right? Like it made the top eight of the Mythic Championship, but also it was LSV piloting it. Yeah. So like take that result <laughs> with a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, hey, Luis, here's a pile of random cards. We just put 60 in there. I don't know. Play them, Tommy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I don't know that that's necessarily like the deck being the better version of the deck or if it's just that know. you have like one of the greatest players of all time piloting it. I remember so. back in the day not being scared at all of the version with Arclight Phoenixes in exactly. it. Exactly. And like I said, I don't, I have not lost to that deck yet. I've played it quite a few times. Okay. And at no point have I, have I lost to Arclight Phoenixes. So I feel very skeptical of that deck. Ooh. Okay. Well, this requires some more research. <laughs> I want to tell you a story um, that happened to me that was very sad. Yes. Um, so I was making some decks and I was like, well, I should probably make Rakdos midrange because that's kind of like a tier deck, maybe mm -hmm. two and a half or whatever. And I've got most of the cards with it because I've been playing Judith and everything. And I needed Goblin Chain Whirlers because <laughs> that deck has four of them. Oh, gross. Of course, I don't have any in my collection because I'm not a filthy mono red player. But <laughs> I decided to craft them because it'd be worth it to make this deck. Mm -hmm. And I did so. But guess what I did when I was trying to craft the fourth Goblin Chain Whirler? What did you do? I crafted Squee the Immortal. <laughs> <laughs> By mistake! This was not on purpose, everybody. I would never willingly craft a Squee. Nothing against Squee. But it sounds like there's something against Squee here. <laughs> I don't know that you can say nothing against Squee when you really just bash Squee good. Squee, you're the worst. You don't belong in any deck. Get out of here. Actually, wow, hurtful when, words. when I tweeted this, people were so excited. They're like, oh my gosh, what are you going to use Squee for? <laughs> <laughs> oh, was like, absolutely nothing. Wow. What about your what about your red black sacrifice deck? I mean, come on, Maria. Seriously. Now you got to now you got to do squee the justice. The spicy one of squee. Yep. Yep, yep. That's yep. how you know you're playing you against need, like some kind of like weird like Judith squee uh, and then like a sacrifice outlet. Okay. Yes, fire I have Fireblade artists in the deck. So There you go. There you Fireblade go. artist. There's like ones that help you draw cards, right? Yeah. Come on. So are you telling me to craft four squeeze right now? Are you trying yes, to get Maria, me to get them? I'm telling you to craft four squeeze. The four squeeze. The, the four playset? Yes. Oh, boy. So I mean, I did say I love jank. I mentioned that a uh, someone on Twitch got me to build a tier one deck. That is mono blue. Yes. I did it. Good and do you choice. know what? I had been bumping against the ceiling for a little bit, and I sure then you like shot I right through it. I sure shattered that ceiling yeah. that I've been hitting. Yeah. Uh, with that mono blue deck. <laughs> I was just like, well, I Here understand we why people play this. <laughs> did you like playing mono blue? Do you know what? I did enjoy it. Okay. It wasn't um it wasn't wildly exciting to me. Um, I don't know, right? Like now I, I have it in my account. There's literally no reason for me not to play it. Right. And just continue to climb the ranks. Um, but it, except for the fact that, and people were like, it seems like you would enjoy it. It's mostly counter spells and yeah. card draw. And to be fair, it is a lot of counter spells and card draw. It is. But it's just so, it's so straightforward. Um, which isn't to say that there's not really difficult decisions. Especially in the mirror. Um, exactly. Especially in the mirror. And honestly, and there's there's tons of matchups that have very difficult decisions. But at the same time, they're just not decisions that interest me. <laughs> 
So there's no offense to Mono Blue as I lay down that sick burn on Mono Blue. Wow, we've just burnt Mono Blue and Squee in the same show. Will we have any listeners left after this? I mean, if you if you don't fall into one of those two camps, you don't play Magic. You like one or the other, that's for sure. Oh my gosh. I don't know if that's true. I also love Gruel Midrange and have been kind of uh, messing around with this deck too. Interesting. Which reminds me a lot of the Angels deck that I played a lot um, in a prior standard and because it's just a bunch of good cards. Yeah. You just throw a bunch of good cards Classic into Classic rares deck. and mythics. Boom. Shoved in a deck. And now I hit you with them. Um, but but then again, I don't have my four, four Goblin Chain Whirlers, so can I really say... <laughs> If I like this deck or not? I don't know. Would it only be at its best with four Goblin Chain Whirlers? Mine. And it's three, better, and, better three and one squee. Throw a squee in there. <laughs> this one is, is one I wish was a little bit better. I don't know. I think that R&D for Wizards of the Coast thought that Gruel was going to be That's right. the deck. I feel like someone at the Mythic Championship mentioned that. Yeah. That they thought it was going to be very good. Maybe it was even Paul. With Domri in it. Yes. They're like Domri. And, it was, and it's just like, nah. nah. No, mm. it's like kind of good, kind of good, bad, kind of mostly meh. Fine, whatever. Yeah. It's just like whatever. Yeah, that's another deck where it's like I can think of most of the times that I've played against it on Arena and I don't think I lost to it. Yeah. You know what I should do is break out Angels again and see how yeah. well it does. Do you know what deck I had a very hard time with that I what? thought I would love? Esper Control. You didn't like it. It's right. It's right up my alley, but I just kind of found it to be wildly inconsistent. Ah, I see. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think it's as good as some of the control decks of the past. No, it certainly is not. Um, and so I just feel like I've, I've felt very underwhelmed What's by it. What's your prob? You know, it's just that it's sort of... Right, there's some decks that want very specific answers. There's some decks that want very general answers, right? Like, for, like the, the difference between decks that want board wipes and the decks that want spot removal it feels like those there's sure. a lot of both yeah, yeah. um and sometimes you have one and kind sometimes of answer you get one kind and then sometimes the you do not get the other yep. kind exactly and i also i don't love the kinds of card draw that we have right now i think all of the card draw is a little expensive um, people love Chemister's Insight because you can cast it twice but four mana is a lot but that's normally where your card draw is at right for two cards yeah, I guess really what I'm saying is that I want sticks. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. There it is. There it is. It would come out. He yeah. will come out finally. Yep. yep, yep. <laughs> so, you know, that's what I'm saying. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, maybe the next time we come back to Ravnica. Yes. And I don't know. Sorry, I could go on about this, but and we've talked about this before, but I feel like the the kinds of card draw have become so di so diverse that it's not such an advantage anymore as it used to be um right because it used oh, to be sure. that yeah. control the way that you end up running away with the game is that you just have so much card advantage you survive survive and then you have so much card advantage that they're never gonna be able to do anything again but these days with stuff like charter course which so heavily favors creature decks um with things like experimental frenzy and light up the stage um, Thief of Sanity for like blue black decks that want to oh, run yeah. creatures. There's all of these different ways that other kinds of decks are getting their card advantage that it's not the wheelhouse of control anymore. It's like, oh, you're just getting the same kind of card advantage as everyone else. And that's not good enough. I'd be interested to hear what R&D has to say about that. Like, have they yeah. been saying to themselves, we're going to experiment with the color pie a little bit and giving red these options, even though it feels very red, light yeah. up the stage does. Yeah 
doesn't feel like it's been miscolored or anything like that. But um, just offering it to that deck. Yes. Like Raminat Bruins gave reach. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. You you're sacrificing and dealing damage. Yeah. That. But light up the stage, giving card advantage. Yeah. To decks that normally specifically don't get that is is a big deal is interesting and i do feel like right we've always heard whispers of people who like want control to be a little bit nerfed from where it was from like the days of yvonne flock winning uh the pro tour with a deck that did that had in its main deck no basically no win conditions except what about elixir of immortality nyx fleece ram <laughs> yes out of the sideboard you could eventually Whee! attack people with nyx fleece rams and stuff like that where it's like oh how do we go about nerfing it? And it's not taking away things like four mana wraths. So you're like, Hey, guess what? You can still have these tools. You can still have cheap removal spells like cast down. You can still have four mana wraths like, uh, Kaya's Kaya's yeah. wrath. But what if the way that they're kind of quietly nerfing it is oh, by I don't know, maybe. taking away one of the main pillars of it, which is card advantage by Ooh. giving it to other, other decks. Interesting. That's my, there's my speculation for you. There's my conspiracy theory. I'm calling up R&D right now boop, 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 to boop, get boop, them on boop, the boop, phone boop, boop, to answer these questions <laughs> for us. Why do other decks get card advantage? Hey, answer for yourselves. Chart, of course. Are you freaking kidding me? What is this card? Like, <laughs> seriously. Chart, of course. Look, I love drawing cards. I technically love chart, of course. Technically. <laughs> It's amazing. It's two mana and it says draw two cards. Holy buckets, man. What a great card. Except do you know what else it wants you to do? Attack with a stinking creature. I mean, Get Phoenix doesn't here. care about if you attack Get with a creature. Out of here. <laughs> this is what I want to come home to at Thanksgiving. Hi, Maria. We're so happy to see you. We technically love you. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and I'm like, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if you have a spicy deck that you've been running on Arena and you want to see us try it out, tweet at us. Yep. The deck list with the hashtag, that's a spicy burrito. Yes. And, <laughs> and, we, and we'll give it a try. But yeah. you also have to show up in on the Twitch chat. Yes. Yes. Um, we want to see you there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and that's twitch.tv slash GLHF magic once again. And we've got a new emote, so. Ooh, that's no right. It's pretty great. <laughs> All right, everybody, with War of the Spark coming up and a war trailer premiering at PAX East coming up pretty soon that yep. Magic announced, we are going to try and circumvent or cut off the previews at the pass with some yep. of our own previews. That's right. So we're going to use a random word generator yes. to create card names from War of the Spark, and then we're going to tell you what those cards will do. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, wait. What? No, I don't like that word. I'm going to generate some new words. Hold okay. on. So I'm going to give Megan the first one here. All right. Ooh, that one's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a name of your card okay. it is called nifty sabotage Ooh, nifty sabotage uh so nifty sabotage is uh <laughs> two and a black Ooh, i like it and it says uh sacrifice a creature you control yep. as part of its cost yep and you can destroy a tar- target creature or permanent nifty no yeah sabotage. i think just target creature yeah, it, yeah it'd probably just be a creature nifty sabotage so I you like know it. you gotta you gotta use pay something of your own but you can sabotage something of theirs cool yeah. all right nifty sabotage instant speed Ooh, instant yeah I'm into it and so you, you can block and then sacrifice you and then- can uh tell you what 
It's also sacrifice any permanent. <gasps> you can sacrifice any permanent you've got. Are you going to land? Yep. This any card permanent. is Sacrifice rare. a permanent you control. <laughs> Do you, don't you think? Uh, two and a black, nifty sabotage. No, it's just destroy a creature. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. That's pretty good, though. I it's like that design. Uncommon. Yeah, uncommon. Nifty sabotage. Look for it coming up in War of the Spark. <laughs> You know what? I love I love making our own cards. We used to have a segment called Create a Card back on the show in the day. So this is kind of like yes. our nod to that old old segment from what we used to be called Magic the Amateuring. So Megan's going to assemble a couple of words here to give me a card to design from more of the spark using a random word generator. All right, here's yours. Okay. Innocent trees. <laughs> Innocent trees. Yep. Okay, this is obviously a green card. And Innocent Trees comes down, and it's an 05 Defender. Okay. Um, and it costs... Ooh, an 05 Defender is pretty good, so... I mean, not really, but but it will become good. Just wait, everybody. It's an 05 <laughs> Defender for maybe three mana. Okay. For one, or for two and a green. And at any point, you can <laughs> activate the tree ability on it <laughs> at instant speed. And this is like adapt. Um, so you have to pay like six mana or something, and it turns into it. It can tap for double green. Ooh. So it turns into land, essentially. Nice. But it's innocent because it's just a defender. Oh, just a little defending tree. Yeah. Cute. What do you think? Um, well, Innocent cost? trees. Two and a green. Yeah, that seems fine. Yeah. Yeah. Seems Not kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe if you made it one and a green. One and a green. For an 05 and defender. And then you pay six to ramp yourself to eight mana. Ooh, I don't think that's you kind should, of expensive. That's so expensive. What if you pay four to ramp yourself? Ooh. But you automatically get six, even if you're stuck on four? Yeah. All right. Innocent nice. Trees just got an upgrade. And it's not any color of mana. It's, you know. That's true. It's just green. So it's not going to help you if you if you didn't uh, draw the correct colors of lands that you need for your spells. All right. I've got one for you. Okay. Whimsical Deer. <laughs> There's always Perfect. like an elk in this set or Perfect. whatever. Exactly. A whimsical Deer is uh, going to be... <laughs> Um, one green white N- for nice. a two three deer um, that when it enters the battlefield you gain two life oh it's so whimsical and when it blocks you gain two life every time it blocks when it blocks you gain two life all right this pretty good this card can extend the game nickel bolus watch out yeah one green white whimsical deer whimsical deer whimsical deer <laughs> okay uh, I shall I'm just a whimsical deer. <laughs> Another card for you. Oh. I can't wait to play with these cards and worth the spark, Megan. <laughs> I'm so excited. By the way, this this video that they're going to be premiering at PAX East reminds, I should remind you of Kaladesh when that was premiered at PAX oh, West yeah. a few years ago. Already? This yep. card is called Reduce Pain. Reduce Pain? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because normally magic is like incite pain and you have to pay life for pain effects. Yeah. Reduce pain, however, mm-hmm. is going to gain you life because Ooh. you're reducing pain. All right. Um, all right. So you're going to gain three life for one and a white, much like revitalize. Mm-hmm. And instead of drawing a card, you're going to um, you're going to regenerate a creature. Oh. <laughs> Even though that's completely gone. Yeah. So what do I mean? A target creature gains indestructible. Indestructible. Yeah. Reduce pain, gain Ooh. three life, target creature gains indestructible until end of turn. All right. That's a real card. Yeah, for not, sure. I mean, it could be. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's not real, but uh, it, it could. It could be? <laughs> I just found a, I found a very funny word. 
Uh, okay, your card is called Thirsty Toes. Gross. <laughs> um, Thirsty Toes is, is a planeswalker. Is a two black black for a legendary creature vampire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Um, it is a 3-3 uh, three, three flying lifelink. The end. Thirsty oh, Toes. For how much? Um, for two black black. Oh. I feel like at legendary it should probably do something. Oh, thirsty okay. toes is legendary. Yeah, thirsty toes. <laughs> thirsty toes is a proper name. Oh, okay. Yeah, like toes is their name. Thirsty toes. And they are thirsty. Thirsty toes. Legendary creature vampire. Two black black. Three three flying. Life link. I love this card. Um, and you can pay. Ooh, let me let me think about this. Um, you can pay. F- Five life and tap it. Yeah. Uh, and destroy target creature. Ooh, thirsty. There you go. Toes. Thirsty toes. This is like Vona. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, it is a little bit. It was a little Vona inspired. That's cool. I want to play with thirsty toes. That card sounds great. <laughs> Thank you so much. Looking forward to that and more of the spark for sure. <laughs> I love lifelink though. That's uh, that's something, something about my play style that has always been true and will always be true. Ooh, okay, here it is. Noiseless feast. Noiseless feast. Yeah. Ooh, this is cool. <laughs> Noiseless feast. Um, this also feels very vampy to me. It really does. Yeah, like Real a, vamp. a silent A dinner. silent vamp just coming down to suck some blood. Well, there's going to be some vampires. I mean, mm-hmm. Soren is back out of that rock. By the way, thank you to everybody who uh, suggested that Soren is a manor rock yes. in War of the Spark. One can only hope. That would be excellent. I really hope. Um, noiseless Feast. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. Noiseless Feast taps your opponent's board. Okay. So it's like sleep. Um, and you gain five life. <laughs> this card... They really spent that great name on a bad card. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not great. Uh, you get to tap down the team, gain five life for, th- for three and a white. It's also expensive. Wow. Don't draft this card. Yeah. Do not draft Noiseless Feast, everybody. Seems pretty. seems pretty suspect. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm making Megan's card here. Okay. Head flame. <laughs> Beautiful. Head flame. Um, head flame is uh, one, in an, one in a red for an aura. Okay. <laughs> and um, target creature gets uh, plus three, plus O, and menace. No, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. The, but at the end of your turn, if you did not attack with it, you have to sacrifice it. Ooh, I like this a little combo between curious, uh, curious obsession. Yeah. And, and head flame. Head flame. <laughs> and, you know, some random red aura. A head flame. A one and a red. Three, plus three plus oh menace. But if you don't attack, you have to sacrifice. And I mean the creature in this case. Oh, the creature. Its head is a flame, head, Maria. Head flame. Yeah, that has consequences. All I'm all in on head flame. Exactly. Head flame plan. Going to take all of them. <laughs> head all right. Flame. This next one I want to be a planeswalker. Okay. So, all right, I'm going to find you a planeswalker. No matter what it is, I have to turn it into a planeswalker because there's 36 confirmed planeswalkers, probably more in War of, War of the Spark. Have you heard the news, everybody? I hope you have. We talked about it last week on the show, so you can check that out if, you know, you missed it. And if you did, I'm sorry. All right, um, here it is. The planeswalker Shivering Library. The Shivering Library. I love it. So it's obviously like... 
you know, a, some books. A sentient library. A sentient library, yes. like a bookcase. And it's, <laughs> it's it's so cold. It's blue. It's a blue planeswalker because yeah. it's a shivering library. And uh, it has to do with drawing cards, ob, because it's talking about your library. So the plus two ability on shivering library <laughs> is brainstorm. Ooh. So this is like Jace the Mind Sculptor. Yeah. Uh, the minus wow. ability mills your opponent for 10. <laughs> what? That's so many. Five. Okay. All right. Good. We got there. And the ultimate of Shivering Library is copy your library. You get another library. <laughs> Do you get one draw from each? <laughs> no, you just get more cards. So like you've doubled your stack of cards. Oh, so you're not. So you shuffle. This is what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of it like Hearthstone or Arena or whatever. So you would shuffle one copy of every single one of your cards back into your deck. Oh, wow. So you can never mill yourself. Milling. Do you know, being worried about milling yourself is <laughs> for fools. It's a fool's errand. Look, I don't know. If, I feel like you still play Shivering Library. Yeah, I mean, at plus one brainstorm. Yeah, you do. Yes, you do. Okay, do you want one more? Yeah, one more. Okay. Uh, uh, ooh, I like that word. And uh, I'm going to give you a three-word one here. Okay. Uh, okay, great, great, great. <laughs> the Mysterious Terrible Monkey. Oh, all right, all right. Um, mysterious Terrible Monkey is... Uh, four green black. Ooh. For, again, a legendary creature. Nice. Um, and if it would be put into your graveyard, yeah. uh, it's a four, four. Okay. It's a four, four trample, but if it would be put into your graveyard, it goes back into your hand instead. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Mysterious, terrible monkey. Yes. In Golgari colors. Yeah. Play this in your get rock deck. In my, in my mind, like you it's like a legend of the sewers. It's a legend of the undercity. Oh, cool. The mysterious, terrible monkey. I like that it. Cannot die. It lurks amongst the sewers. Uh, very Golgari. Getting everything in its path. So there you go. Those are uh, some... Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, 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 Well, Megan is... Bro- uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Those are some uh, war cards uh, uh, for you to look forward to. Coming yes, up. definitely. They Those are cards definitely, definitely exist. In the set and probably will be previewed at PAX East because they're so cool, especially Shivering <laughs> Definitely Shivering Library, especially since you could never have a physical copy of that card. No. Because its ultimate is literally (laughs) impossible. With Arena, we are living in a brave new world. It's true. It could be an Arena-specific card. I am excited for the first Arena-specific card. So am I. I What is something that you can do? In arena that you can't do in real life, like making a copy. Making a copy of stuff? Yeah. Well, we had once dreamt up a format, an arena format, where anytime you cast a card or anytime someone casts a card, a copy of that card gets shuffled into their opponent's library. I love it. So it's like a draft um, and your lands tap for any color. Yeah. But but if you cast a card, then a copy of that card immediately gets shuffled into your opponent's like, library. Do you really want to cast that be wild? I think that's cool. Yeah. So anything that you have, they could also have. I love the idea of shuffling stuff into your opponent's deck. Like yeah. you have a creature that's worse on value, but it shuffles a couple of lava spikes or lava axes into your opponent's. Wait, no, that wouldn't work. Yeah. What am I what? trying to say? It blows up. They draw a bomb or whatever, and it does three to them. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I just have this little one one that I paid three or four mana for, but I shuffled in a le- something that bolts you when you draw it. But how do you know that it bolts? Like, it's like a token copy? It's just like a, it's a weird I get card. I it's an arena. You would, yeah. you would, you Something know, we haven't see seen it. yet. Yeah. I think Interesting. Be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Why doesn't it just bolt your opponent? That, that's what I mean. It's just like... You, they draw it and it's just like boom. But why does the creature not just bolt your opponent? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's like called Goblin Bombhider. <laughs> With a, Goblin Bombhider. A better name than that. A better uh, name Goblin than that. Goblin Bomb Sneak. Yeah, Goblin Bomb Sneak. Sneak. There you go. There's an example. <laughs> TSA's worst nightmare. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> everyone before you go anywhere ultra pro uh they are one one of our sweet and awesome sponsors of the show that have great gear of all kinds yes backpacks messenger bags uh bags that changed maria's life that's right deck boxes sleeves and also relic tokens yeah. and now they have legendary collection relic tokens Ooh, so this is a brand new item that ultra pro is rolling yes. out and I'm going to crack it open. Yeah, we're going to see what's inside here. Yes. All right. So it uh, contains one all premium foil. Uh, all right. Oh, I'm so I'm so nervous. What could be inside? It says that there are 18 collectible tokens in this set. OK, so here we go. Special preview for everybody here. Oh, <gasps> look at it. Oh, so it's a single one. It looks really awesome. Yes. This is Carador Ghost Chefton. Chieftain. Chieftain? Chefton? Chieftain. Chieftain? Chieftain. Chieftain? Chieftain? It looks like a Planeswalker loyalty emblem a little yes. bit. Okay, so it also has, one, it has the legendary top on it, which really is cool. very cool, yeah. like the legendary frame. It's like twice the size of the relic yes. tokens. It also has a spot to uh, track how many times you cast your commander. Oh, that's awesome. Which is an important feature on it, so you can cast, like, oh, how many times have I cast it? One, two, three, zero. And then, obviously, the classic at the bottom, life total etc tracker Ooh, that's so cool yeah. and of course as we mentioned it's in foil too so new legendary collection relic tokens from ultra pro i love this legendary border so much and it looks really cool it looks on this in super person cool. i really like it yeah so check them out at ultrapro.com i'm not sure if these are already out or if they might be coming out very soon yes so keep your eyes peeled for these these look pretty yeah. cool. And for what other 17 other legendaries yes. will be joining Carador Ghost Chieftain. <laughs> hey, guess what? That's this episode of Good Luck High Five. That's right. Hey, what happened? I mean, what, wait, what? <laughs> Do you mean like what just happened in our show? Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we did Standard Corner. Yes, we, we did. We made up some sweet war cards. Yes, we did. We cracked this ghost chieftain yes. over here. Chief Chieftain. Or Chieftain, as you would say. Chieftain. 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 There's so many ways to pronounce it. Anyways, ghost chiffon is what all of the hottest dresses are made <gasps> Ooh, out of. Ghost chiffon. That sounds like a cool planeswalker. Yeah. Wait, a chiffon is a type of fabric. That's that's her name. <laughs> Do you know what? When you are ghost chiffon, you are <laughs> ghost chiffon. <laughs> oh, now I want there to be 
I want there to be a queen on RuPaul's Drag Race whose name is Ghost, Ghost Chiffon. It'd be perfect. Isn't it, it would such be a good name? Perfect. Yes, it is. Oh boy. Anyways, this Anyways, really got off track very quickly. Thank you everybody for hanging out and listening this week. And thank you to everybody who's a member of our Patreon, patreon.com slash GLHF magic. I'll say it one more time. We really need your support and your support matters so much to us. So if you yes. can support, please consider doing so. And if you are a patron member to hop on over and check out those extra special special patron specials chief tang chief tang chiffons <laughs> coming at you uh, answering all your questions and hop on in that discord yes. so you can see all the great happenings over there thanks once again to ultra pro and to card kingdom for being our sponsors too and we are coming up on the mythic invitational pretty yeah. soon and I, i'm saying this now because i don't want to forget it okay. i want to do another bracket or fantasy yes. draft for so it so get ready we will have another fantasy bracket and paul is gonna play it in it i'm sorry everybody i'm sorry but you know what at least you know who you're aiming to beat that's right you just have to say i just have to do better than paul yes. and you know what we if enough of us enter this he can't we can statistically beat paul. we can beat paul we can beat paul okay so help us out we'll name the bracket we can beat paul 